friends, and welcome to the fourth episode of Loved, the podcast with me, Adamaro. And today we are going to talk more about being undaunted. I love this word and I love saying it and I want to encourage you to try it. You are going to be surprised. There is so much power in words. I can tell you um, when I forget to use the word, I notice a difference. And when I think about it immediately, when a challenge happens, something happens that is almost kind of magical. Like I forget what's, you know, whatever the problem was, I forget it. <laughs> and it's, it's really true. It's really real. So I'm going to give you a short, quick story before we even start today. I recently, it's been super hot in Los Angeles. Um, I think it's been hot kind of all over the world. Now it's slowing down and it's calming down, but my air conditioning broke. The person that was gonna come and fix it couldn't come immediately. And the heat wave lasted the entire time until he could actually come. So in the beginning, I was just so hot. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so hot, so hot. And that said, my house actually, luckily, at least has the, the bottom floor, doesn't get super, super hot. So we would all camp, down, camp downstairs and put the fan on. But what happened is at some point, I told myself, wait, I'm gonna be undaunted about this. And immediately, for some reason, the thought came to me that I can just take a cold shower. I know this sounds really funny, but it changed my life completely. And I was like, oh my gosh, why didn't I know this before? So before going to bed, instead of dreading being hot, I just took a cold shower. And then I literally, I know this sounds really crazy now, I'm going to tell you one more thing. Even in the middle of the night, if I got hot, I would get up and take a very quick cold shower and then I would sleep great the rest of the night. So why am I telling you this story? Because it illustrates the point of what it means to be undaunted and what it takes to be undaunted. And this is what I want to talk about today because last time we talked about being undaunted and this time we're going to talk about how we become undaunted. I did talk a little bit about it last time, but today I'm going to be um, really sharing with you what works for me. And the example of the shower really kind of explains because the first thing I do is I say undaunted to myself, meaning I'm going to be undaunted when the challenge comes. And this was heat, heat wave. It was pretty bad, actually. The, it was a big challenge. <laughs> well, not as bad as other challenges, but big enough um, to feel daunted. And because you can't function when it's too hot. And when I told myself I'm going to be undaunted about it, immediately the idea of taking a cold shower came up. First of all, what's interesting is when you say the word undaunted, something happens, which is kind of like, almost like if my mind shifts, you know, it goes from, you know, freaking out, oh, it's so hot, what am I gonna do? To, it's gonna be okay, I'm gonna come up with a solution for this. And then the solution kind of comes. 
And I know it sounds like, oh, maybe I don't, you don't want to take a cold shower. But let me tell you, it kind of empowered me. First of all, let me tell you something about me. I don't like cold water. I like hot water. I lived in Japan for 13 years. And I, first of all, before I had kids, I was like always cold. Like I needed 5,000 blankets. I needed the heater. I when I would go back to Italy in the cold, I would really suffer because I just was used to using a lot of, um, you know, heat, heating in my house in the winter. And my mom didn't really use a lot of heating. And I, it was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so cold. This is, I'm talking about, you know, many years ago. But once I had kids, kind of my body changed, which was one benefit. <laughs> along with many others like I just didn't get so cold anymore but I'm saying this just to explain to you that I really I'm someone who's likes heat I'm, I call myself a lizard I like being in the sun I love the feeling of the sun kissing my skin you know just feeling hot feeling warm and and I have that Italian gene in me that just loves the heat um I usually take very hot, hot, hot baths. I mentioned Japan because Japan trained me, you know, to take hot baths in Japan. This is kind of a, um, a little bit of a, I guess, I don't know, a cultural thing I'm going to share. In Japan, people take super hot baths and they, you're probably familiar with the Ofuro concept, which is people take um First, they take a shower and they clean themselves, and then they have this kind of a family bath where bathtub where everyone it's like a jacuzzi basically. The idea is they go in clean, you know, they don't wash, and it's not like a bath the way that the Western world thinks where we take a bath to clean ourselves. Or I, I actually, because I lived in Japan so long, I don't think of a bath that way anymore. I, I like to do the same and take a shower first and then just kind of soak in a hot tub. It's one of the things I do to pamper myself. It's another thing that is really great if you feel anxious in some way and you feel agitated. Taking a hot bath is very um, soothing and very kind of calms your nerves down. Um, I, I really love doing that. Um, but in Japan, they do it literally uh, like every night. It's kind of um, like, a um, what's the word? It's a health, it's very healthy to do it. It's a kind of a health thing because when you take a hot bath, you kind of move your lymph, you know, like really hot, they take it super, super hot. And your, you know, your lymph moves and just kind of releases all of those, you know, the stuff out of the body. It's very detoxing, it's very healthy to do. And it's relaxing and you just go to bed and sleep fantastically. All of this about the bath to say I am not a cold shower person. If there's anyone in the world that is not dreaming of taking a cold shower, that would be me. In fact, um, I had watched a one of um, the Goop's um, Netflix special, and I know my son was taking a cold shower for a while. He heard from you know one of the I think it was Joe Rogan's podcast, and they were talking about cold showers and how good they are for you. And and I was just like, oh no, never! I can never take a cold shower, even if I'm hot. I'm never gonna take a cold shower. Well this is what happened. I Something happened that changed me right there because I said the word undaunted and I thought I'm gonna fight immediately instead of sitting here feeling sorry for myself and feeling I'm so hot I can't move. I'm gonna take a cold shower and defy what's happening and I'm gonna be defiant basically because the word undaunted is 
equivalent of defiant. I'm not going to sit here and be defeated. I'm going to be defiant. And so I started this new uh, tradition, I guess, <laughs> this new trend in my own life where I, if I'm really hot, I take a super cold shower. It's a great way to save money because the shower is going to be very short, very sweet, and it does what it needs to do because it cools you down and you sleep fantastically. I mean, this sounds like a little bit, maybe it's a podcast about taking cold showers, which is not. It's about being defiant and being undaunted by the thing that could take over and control you. I'm using this as an illustration of what it takes to become undaunted because the first thing you do you say it which is action believe it or not you say it and your mind in that moment changes it shifts from that feeling of threat you know that threatening fear oh my gosh it's so hot what am i going to do and you can become paralyzed by that or you can tell yourself wait i'm, I'm going to be undaunted and boom, immediately the idea came, I'm going to take a cold shower and fight back. And everything changed, you know, it was only, you know, for a few days, but I was fine after that. And I just used a little fan and, and I was just fine, literally. So, but I kept doing it and I was kind of proud of myself. It empowered me because I did something that is against my, literally against my grain. You know, my nature is I want to be warm all the time I hate cold water and I discovered that I actually could take cold showers and I was empowered by that and I and I was enriched by that because now the cold shower made me you know made me sleep okay made me feel okay made me feel like I can be stronger than the challenge that is happening so and that's basically the first step you know the word saying is so your mind kind of shifts and then you think of something and if you can do something great but even if you couldn't do anything just the fact that you said it makes you feel like you're not powerless against what's happening and so that's my step number one. And then I wanted to go back um, in this podcast to the first one, because we always want to connect back, connect back to the word um, loved or love, really. But loved is the point of it, because until we feel loved, we can't really love. And I want to go back to the first podcast where I talked about how we're going to... Um, undo some of the things that we can we think are love but they're really not and one of the things that I talked about was sacrifice like we think that sacrifice always equals love but that's not really true and I remember I read um, the passage and there's a scripture in the bible that kind of um, for the first time kind of sparked this concept you know, sparked you know what's the word made this this concept um come to life for me because the scripture talks about how you can do these incredible things and sacrifice your whole self and give yourself you know to flames you can have all this faith you can speak all the languages and you know you can have you can do all these incredible powerful sacrificial um, things you know you can make so much effort and then it says that that can leave you empty but that you can do it without love and it doesn't really mean anything so I started thinking what does that mean what does that mean 
And that means there is a sacrifice that is not stemming from a place of love because it's, it's, it's hard to explain. Like we can sacrifice, but we don't realize we're doing it from a place of fear. Like sometimes we can do things that are really hard for us, but we are not realizing that we are in a place of fear and that's why we will do those things. And we have, a lot of times we learn that, you know, as, as babies or young children, where we'll obey because we're fearful, because we want approval, we want to be loved, <laughs> going back to that. Um, and so we kind of, our brain gets wired in that way where if we think, you know, if we do the right thing, if we sacrifice enough, you know, then we're worthy of love. We, we can prove ourselves, even to ourselves. Um, sometimes that trickles into um, a religious mindset, you know, where we think, okay, if I obey, 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 then I'm worthy of God's love. And and it's really not like that. A sacrifice um, that comes from a place of fear, unfortunately, it doesn't grow love inside of us and it leaves us empty. So this is a really big, big subject. I sometimes I'm overwhelmed because I'm just being really honest with you. Like sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, I have so much to share and I'm not really, uh, you know, I'm not a trained uh <laughs> Ted's talk speaker, you know, Ted talk speaker. So I'm, I'm, I try my best, yeah, to express and explain because I'm so um, excited from about all the things that I've learned and I want to do my best to share them with you. So bear with me when it's not entirely clear. But this is a huge, huge epiphany for me. It was a giant epiphany, one of those that I called diamond epiphanies, where I realized wait, you know, we can do all of that and still feel empty, lonely, or uh, unworthy, you know, if we do what we do out of a place of fear and desire for approval. So to feel worthy. So um, I wanted to go back to that concept because it does connect, you know, with the concept of being undaunted. Being undaunted is not being fearful, doing something out of fear. Like I don't go in the cold shower because I'm afraid of the heat. I go in the cold shower because I feel powerful over the heat, if it make any sense, because I want to acquire power over my fear. So it's, it's a little bit different but it makes a humongous difference because it comes from a different place in my heart where I'm not controlled by fear, but the other way around, if it makes any sense. So it's a place of love, if you want to call it that, towards myself where I, I am not going to be a victim of the heat. I'm not going to be afraid of what's happening. I'm going to do something that will actually empower me against it. So it's going against fear, not motivated by fear, but motivated by love. So I, I hope that this makes sense. I wanted to bring up 
um, that was the first thing that we talked about. And I feel it's very, very connected to the concept of being undaunted. You know, when you're undaunted, you can love, you can love unconditionally. Let's say that someone says something um, hurtful, you know, to you. And in that moment, you know, you can feel um, hurt by it and rightly so of course if someone says something hurtful it's going to hurt but the choice of being undaunted is the choice that allows you to love that person unconditionally because in that moment you're telling yourself wait that was not nice but I'm going to be undaunted what that means is you're not going to let that defeat you, kill you, destroy your ability to be resilient under that circumstance. So it's just one example, but this applies to everything. I like to bring back the example of my of language learning because it's a very easy one to understand. You know, I go back to you know, when I was again in Japan, and I felt so discouraged, you know, when I first went there, and I thought, oh my gosh, I, you know, I was so excited, I felt very proud of all that I knew. And then I went there, and I faced the reality that I couldn't understand anything, literally anything at all. I thought I could talk, you know, I would, I, I could put sentences together, I was able to communicate on a, on a basic level. And then I went there and whatever people were saying, I had no clue what that was. Um, I felt very, very daunted. It was very, very scary, especially because I was super, I was very, very young and I was by myself. I didn't know anyone, you know, I didn't have any family members there or friends yet. And I, I was very daunted, but I... At the time, I didn't have the word undaunted in my head. It wasn't the word of the year. But I basically did the same thing. I just told myself, you're going to be okay. You just, every day, you're going to learn a new word. And every day, you're going to learn something that you didn't know before. And it's not going to be daunting anymore. It's going to become familiar. You're going to add, you know, you're going to add to your vocabulary. And by the end of each month, you'll know a lot more. You'll understand a lot more. So I had to pep talk myself. And I think I've shared this before. I'm not sure if I have. But I use this a lot, even, you know, now when I'm learning other languages. But that's really powerful to, you know, to fight back not to give into that fear that wants to discourage you, you know, when you feel like you failed, you know, and, and relationships is the same thing because let's say that you are in a difficult relationship and, and your relationship seems to have improved and then something happens and it feels like it went backwards. Well, that's when the temptation to give up comes in, but it's also the opportunity to fight back that fear you know by telling yourself okay this moment is unsuccessful <laughs> it, this moment seem, feels like a failure but I'm going to be undaunted which by definition means that you're not going to let it discourage you you're going to be stronger than what's happening and push through it not as a victim but the opposite as a 
power, you know, a powerful person who takes control over the temptation of fear, over the threat. So instead of reacting, you can make a choice and you can make a choice to act and not to react, which is starts from telling yourself, I'm going to be undaunted by this. I'm going to tell you um, another story so that I, this is not so easy to, you know, to illustrate, but I'm going to tell you a story. One day I was driving in an area of Los Angeles that was not um, familiar to me. It was really not some, a place that I, I go very often. Um, and um, so that alone can be kind of daunting if you have ever been here. I don't know if you've traveled and visited Los Angeles, but on a regular basis, pre-pandemic, uh, this city could be very, very daunting because, or driving in the city can be very, very daunting because um, there's just a ton, a ton of traffic beyond. And I grew up in Italy, you know, where there is a lot of traffic. I also lived in Tokyo and in New York, you know, for a number of years. I know traffic. And yet I can tell you that Los Angeles is just beyond, you know, before I moved back here, people were like, oh my gosh, you're going back to LA, the traffic service. People keep saying, kept saying that. And I, it was very undaunted because <laughs> even back then I was like, I don't care, I want to be in LA, you know, whatever. And I came and discovered that it was not the LA as I remembered it. It was really daunting. It was incredibly, incredibly crowded and dangerous. I mean, people would get in accidents all the time here because they're not used to this type of traffic. So anyway, that's just an introduction to the fact that this day I'm in this area and there's so much traffic and it's very daunting. I'm not familiar with it. And I switched lane and I switched lane. I'm sure I always put a signal on. It was a little while ago, so I don't remember the exact detail, but I can tell you I put my signal on and I didn't cut you know, in front of someone, it's just not my style to do that. But for some reason, whatever I did was displeasing to the people that were either behind me or next to me, whatever it was, they basically, <laughs> I'm laughing because now it's funny. And I came home and I told my kids and they couldn't stop laughing. But basically, they threw some type, I think they were eating some, some type of cheesy, you know, like a Velveeta, like a nacho, something like that. Anyway, all I, the reason why I know is because they threw it on my window shield and it just splattered all over my, you know, in front of my face. And I was completely, I, I still feel a little bit like I'm, I'm going to be quiet and speechless because my chin just dropped. I was like, what? You know, I couldn't believe it. And this is a one-time story that's happened other times where people have like spit, you know, my daughter in the back seat and this spit, like, not because we were even moving, we weren't even moving. And someone spit in the spat, is that the past tense of, tense of spit? I don't know. I don't use that word very often. But anyway, they uh, put their saliva, let's put it this way, on my window, you know, the back window. My daughter was like, Mom, why did they do that? I don't know, because I think my husband was driving. He hadn't done anything bad. We were just going out of town. It was just so weird, but it happened. So back to the Velveeta story. So all sorts of stuff happens here. That's what I'm saying. You know, I always say, you know, if you live in L.A., you know, you become a better person. You're kind of forced to become a better person or, you know, unfortunately can go the other way. But I feel like... It was challenging. It's been challenging, but it's been good for me because it stretched me to another, you know, to a better, hopefully to being a better human being, but because I had to learn. 
I had to learn a lot living here. Anyhow, uh, let's go back to the, the Viveta thing. My, I'm going to describe to you how I felt when this splattered cheese, uh, cheesy, uh, gooey, um, disgusting, whatever it was, material, you know, this lump of whatever it was, was splattered onto my window shield. I was so, so, um, I, I felt the feeling of being violated and also feeling um, hurt, you know, in one word, feeling really sad, you know, that someone whom I don't know, you know, decided to, to do this. And it's like, that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like love. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I didn't feel loved. I felt kind of hated in that moment. And I remember feeling like this moment of what do I do? My first instinct was I wanted to retaliate. You know, I wanted to go after them and show them or, you know, like do something in, in return. And that was the first you know, my first instinct, but I immediately, you know, I told myself, so what's that going to do? You know, I, I just, I decided I had to do something though, because it couldn't sit, you know, looking at the yellow splash yucky stuff on my window shield. I, I thought, you know, I going after those people is not going to do anything, you know, definitely that was my character would want to kind of maybe do that at first, you know, take revenge or something. I don't know that that's entirely my personality, but that's, I definitely felt the temptation. Let's put it this way. And immediately I thought, you know, that's, I'm not going to do that, but I need to do something because you need to do something when you feel that way. And I basically drove to the quickest, as soon as I could, closest gas station, took paper towel, I cleaned it, and then I used the, you know, the, the glass cleaner thing, and I cleaned it sparkling clean, and it was all gone. I'm using this example because now in retrospective, I think that wasn't a daunting thing to do because while I felt daunted for a moment, I took immediately action to do something that would basically defeat that feeling of feeling defeated you know I, I felt I felt hurt and I felt defeated in that moment even though you know I didn't know those people but it was just hurtful but by cleaning my window shield you know I was I literally forgot about it because when I looked at my window shield it looked clean and so it's almost kind of like it never happened but if I had left it there I would have been reminded of it and I would have kind of ruminated and just kind of kept thinking about it and that would have just it it just wouldn't have been healthy it doesn't help anything to sit on something bad that happened that someone did that was hurtful and it was really for me it was something that I remember and when I came home and I told my kids I was laughing about it because it became funny after the fact and they were laughing you know for days and they still laugh about it because I'm the victim of the <laughs> of the the you know the whatever happened and they thought it was funny but I you know also I told them what I did you know and I I, I think it was kind of a good um, reminder for everyone that you can retaliate but that doesn't help anything and um, it felt really good actually on the other hand to to look at a clean window shield and I forgot completely what happened and I even felt bad actually for those people because 
they went, you know, left, and maybe in that moment they felt good, but they had to live with the fact that they did something that wasn't nice, you know. So anyway, that's one story, and I'm giving you just these examples so that it can, you know, the, the word undaunted can come to life, you know, and um, and it, when it comes down to people hurting you, that you can also do the same thing, you know, you can you can stop and you can retaliate or Actually, you're not. If you're not, if you're going to retaliate, you're not going to stop. You usually retaliate before you stop. But instead of retaliating, you can stop and you can tell yourself, "I'm going to be undaunted by not reacting." And this is how you overcome basically that moment, because the moment is really the crucial when we get um, instigated or we get triggered you know when something happens where we want to do something in return we want to protect ourselves defend ourselves um, prove ourselves that moment is the the most difficult moment if you can pass that moment where maybe you know you you this is obviously something that it's I'm not the first person to talk about it but this is just from my experience from from this um the the cheese thing you know in that moment I could have just follow those people and you know made a face or give a gesture like many people do here in Los Angeles um, say something you know but I didn't do any of that I just kind of went to the gas station I felt quite powerful actually in cleaning it and forgetting about it so that's just um, just another story but let's remember that when we make effort because we're afraid you know we um, we sacrifice from a place of fear, we basically waste time and we waste energy and we kind of hurt ourselves too. Instead of moving forward and growing from that sacrifice that could be one of love, you know, we, we don't obviously realize when this is happening, but when that happens, basically we kind of go backwards instead of growing and, and transforming we become more powerless we feel like we made all this effort and nothing came from it because we had an expectation you know we were doing it to win approval or to look good or to feel good about ourselves whatever reason we did that for we weren't aware of but we know that we're left empty from it and so it was a waste because it was just an empty sacrifice instead Let's make more of a sacrifice that is um, like the one that you deny, you know, that feeling of I'm going to retaliate, you know, but because you're going to um, exercise love towards yourself and towards the people. Because even towards yourself, think about it. If you just do the same thing, like throw back more cheese or throw back, a, you know, a bad word or, uh, you know... Um, um, a gesture what happens is in that moment you might feel a little bit of relief but then after that you kind of you're not going to feel good you're not not really good about yourself you're kind of still going to hurt yourself so it's best you know to take a moment to do the real loving thing which is to be stronger than what's happening to be undaunted by the offense the insult and not allowing that to trigger the worst and um, or instigate um, a negative action back 
so okay so that's another thing and then um yeah so i'm just gonna close actually i'm thinking because I, I do feel i don't want to be daunted <laughs> by the time actually we are at 36 minutes at the moment before i, I edit this thing um but I, i'm not gonna be daunted by the time i'm just gonna relax and close this podcast by wrapping it up and um, summarizing what I talked about today. So last time we talked about being undaunted and that was my word for year, the year 2020 and it turned out to be a year, a very daunting year with a lot of challenges and the word undaunted really helped me because when a challenge comes my way, whatever, it could be a piece of news, you know, it could be what someone says, or someone does, or it could be feeling in some way, you know, I remind myself, I'm going to be undaunted. And my brain shifts, literally. And we last time we talked about our brain being plastic, which is really, I mean, it's a very simple way to say that our brain kind of does what we make it do if we can take control you know and so I am really amazed because when I said the word undaunted like with the shower the cold shower example I do something that makes me powerful over what could actually make me powerless so I do something against I go against the fear to put it in a simple way in conclusion undaunted starts with saying it say the word there's so much power in words it's insane you say the word your mind will register it and you will come up with something that will actually be stronger than the moment it'll come to you because you are loved I promise and that power of love that is there right by you will give you something to do so that you can be more powerful than the challenge that you're facing so first say the word and then see what comes to you that will make you undaunted and then repeat keep doing it keep doing it and keep doing it whatever it is that used to be scary or daunting tell yourself you're going to be undaunted and realize that there is something you could do out of love, not out of fear, because that's where that's where the difference is. It's and we are not aware of that, but it is so easy to do even the right thing out of fear. So that's what we have to kind of really rethink and do what we fear but not out of fear in other words do what you fear but do it from a place of love not a place of fear and when you do that you're going to be shocked because you're going to discover first a whole new power in you which I believe is the power of love that is in you and is there for you and it's all around you and then you'll discover a whole new you believe it or not, like me with the shower, where I'm like, wait, I thought I couldn't even wash my hands with cold water. Now I can put my entire body under the cold shower, under the cold freezing water. And actually, it feels good. It's kind of weird because 
in that moment, I have overcome, you know, my fear of cold water, but I've also become stronger. And now I'm actually enjoying it because after the shower, oh my gosh, I feel great. I can sleep like a baby and the heat is not going to frighten me anymore because it used to. I'm just using this example. But you can draw, you know, the same picture in all areas of your life. You know, all areas of your life, you can look at it as what is it that daunts me? What is it that frightens me? And what can I do from a place of love to discover that I actually am perfectly capable to face this thing and I can do it? That can apply to everything. This is how you learn how to drive. This is how you learn how to cook. This is how you learn how to speak a new language. This is how you learn to be with people. You know, this is how you learn to be yourself. We're going to be truly ourselves and not be afraid. I'm going to close it here. It's a little bit long and I'm going to listen to it and see if it's good enough for you to hear it. And if it is, please let me know. Um, I, you're welcome. Your, I mean, your comments and feedback are always welcome. And um, that's it for today. I am excited and grateful and proud of myself because I recorded this podcast as I had um, promised um, just one week after the last one. So I'm going to keep going and try my best to do it once a week. And I thank you guys for being here and tuning in and joining me and being so supportive and loving and kind to me. I feel very loved and I hope you do too. Love you guys. Until next time. You have just listened to Loved, the podcast with me, Ada Morrow. That was episode number four, Undaunted, part two. If you have liked this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe and to also share with your friends. Also, I have a Patreon account. If you'd like to support this podcast, I would love for you to, for you to join me there. And I would appreciate it very much. And also, um, I have an Instagram account. Actually, I have a double Instagram account, one for my name and one for this podcast, Loved the Podcast. I would love for you to follow me there so that you know what's next. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.